0: Search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne.
2: And welcome back to the Jack and Payne show right here on SEN Hobart. Thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate specialist. Well, Flashman, you've hung around uh, 30 goals, 12. That's something that you would only dream about in a whole season in the Lorna Jane tights, mate. But uh, it's been a big, big, big week in Tasmania sport, mate. What have you got for us?
1: It has indeed. Look, um, I looked, might have kicked one or two reasonable ones, in fairness. On In those tights? The that
2: photo was circulating during the week, mate. Can you run us, well, quick, quickly before you do get into Tasmania's ball, can you run us through what you're thinking? Look,
1: look, I've actually never told this. And I can't be believe I'm going to on. tell this, but I, I'll actually tell the truth about this issue. It was four years ago, very, very late in my ordinary footy career, and I've always worn the thick, um, almost, not the bike Thermoskins? <laughs> Thermoskins. The wetsuits? That's right. And I did my first ever hammy about six or seven weeks earlier and was lingering around. So I certainly wanted to keep the thermoskins. Couldn't find them anyway. Tried to buy them all over Tasmania. True story. Because I never haven't played a game without them. I did my groins earlier in the game and I wore them. It got so desperate on the Friday night. I was coming back for a hammy and I couldn't find anything. And here's the thing, which actually nobody really knows. I actually got them in the women's section. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no, really? No, really. really? <laughs> yeah. A Big W, one of our supporters. I'm not Shock. sure. And because all the Where, Where were you shopping?
2: Where were well, you shopping? It was a big W.
1: but okay. um, issue, Because I, very old-fashioned, would just clump a massive clump of deep heat, just pounded in to Mohammed's and you need to lock it in with something. So that was my theory. And <laughs> went with those. It didn't go down so well. A bloody good game, but then never gets talked about. And um, so there was, that's a the Lorna-Jane theory, which I haven't spread because it wasn't overly complimentary for me. I, it's a bit of truth to it, sadly. But, um, no, Trent, he's a beauty a beauty. a premiership player, of course, and terrific to have him with us. But we've just got so many topics to keep talking about, boys. I don't know where to, to turn, in a way, because the Colin Carter thing continues to be discussed. Um, of course, there's footy this weekend, which is really exciting. St Kilda versus Freo in itself. But I think that might be the appetiser, Jack, for a final next week. It feels like it might happen. And if it does, I, I'm looking at that sort of setup now, and Swans-Giants looks prominent. Wouldn't that be sensational for the for the Hobart Launceston community? Where it would be, I would imagine it probably be, be played in Hobart. But let's you, hope so. You can't be certain of that. The two terrific venues. It'd be, it'd be a wonderful thing.
2: Is that is it? Uh, I suppose is it a great test um, for the people of Hobart and their appetite for football to, to be given a final if it does come through? Let's say it's Swans and Giants, which uh, both both the Sydney teams. Is it a is it a great chance for, for people to vote with their feet on? the success of Tasmanian football, football in Tasmania.
1: 1,000%. And I think that goes for sport in general. And I don't know why it is, and Tim and I have talked about this for years, but there has been a a query with Hobart supporters of sport sometimes. Tim, is that... Oh, I think
0: there certainly is, but there's also the quality of content, isn't there? I there mean, is. I think it's all over Tasmania. We saw Hawthorne and Essendon go to York Park. And One of the Hawks I time, would imagine obviously. the quality of football of Sydney yep. Swans and, and the Giants, who Jack would have seen firsthand the week before, they are playing unbelievable footy. The Sydney Swans are yep. a powerhouse and exciting to watch. If we can't get a full house to a final watching Something's those two right. clubs something is seriously
1: wrong. And, and you, you mentioned about both teams, if it is Sydney and Giants, what a cracking game of football. Yeah. I mean, Sydney have lost once in seven weeks. The Giants have finally started to pull it all together and it would be absolutely sensational. I mean, if there's two teams, maybe they can win it outside of the top four. I guess Brisbane have come again, haven't they? But yeah. the Giants look like they're dangerous and the Swans have been absolutely outstanding and th- that's an, a remarkable story in itself.
0: Certainly, I think I don't know what you think, Jack. But I watched a bit of the Giants last week, They're and I've, good. I've heard it as well. I think Leon Cameron seems to be putting on a bit of a masterclass. I've heard some Can stories about him out of the club how he's how he's manipulated the group with their motivation. He's pulled some stuff out of the bag, which we know doesn't always work. The he timing keep, He of keeps getting them up, you know. He and has.
1: I think he, he's due for a bit of credit, isn't he? Because he's certainly come under an enormous amount of pressure. There's been a big preliminary final loss and a big grand final loss that you were pretty pleased it's with yourself, Jack, that, that, that day. But he's done a good job. They've had a shocking run this year, a bit like the Tigers, but they've come out on the end of it. They've got some quality and they're they're going to be
2: hard to beat. Certainly a few little, uh, I I think, recent draft picks that a lot of people wouldn't know that have come in and had a big impact on the way they go about it. And uh, local football flash, want to delve into that a little bit. Uh, Surprising result on the weekend with Clarence rolling Launceston, to uh, secure third spot and uh, what was looking like a... Kingborough final uh, after beating Clarence the week before has now flipped on its head and Clarence will host Kingborough in that first week of the finals mate a big big sort of shake up in the uh, in the local football scene No
1: doubt about that, of course we've still got the last game to, to get done in terms of the last round, North Launceston playing Gnolke, North Homart versus Clarence, and Launceston versus Lauderdale but certainly things taking shape there, Launceston you, you, you feel like they're just a a whisker better than everybody else, but that was a terrific result last week. Clarence have had a really good month, haven't they? Doing nicely. They are. I mean, Webberley's announced that he's leaving, but everything he's left with a a side humming. And can they, I guess, cause damage against the two powerhouses the last few years? I mean, North have been there for the best part of a decade, haven't they? And Launceston, awfully hard to beat. It, It Look, it gives some real excitement. I mean... Look, the Tigers are going to feel like that they can really bounce back next week, but I feel like they've got some momentum. I think Clarence are going better than North Lonnie across the board, to be frank. So it, it's really fascinating. Looking forward to the next couple of weeks.
0: It is going to be fascinating watching it. Now, Flash, another local footy story that's made the news this week has been the Hobart Football Club. Have you been able to do any digging around that, the incident and and the suspension of their players and a few club officials? What What's the latest on that?
1: Yeah, well, it's certainly, it's certainly been and it's happened. and I, I think it was an incident which... You know, it was floating around five or six weeks ago now. And we we'd heard the murmurings through it, and the footy clubs have, I guess, have acted accordingly, or Hobart's acted yep. accordingly in terms of handing down the suspension. And I think that's where it's really left now, isn't it? There's no police charges, etc., to to comment on. So, okay. very disappointing, I guess, from a perspective of a leadership group in terms of the Hobart Footy Club. I mean, yep. they wouldn't be pleased with themselves, but um, they've Alex Gilmore. I guess he's he's going to cop the wrath now and. And he'll be back. He's done a good job with Hobart. They've got themselves back yes. in a position, of course, just a touching on that. He was coach Richmond last time who got uh, 30 goals kicked against with Trent Standard. And since he left Richmond, the club certainly lost a lot of players and are struggling themselves with Hobart are going well. But certainly not something you want to see from any leadership group. And I know that uh, they'll get better from that and improve going forward. But a couple of little snip bits I've looked during the week I'd like to talk about is that I reckon, Jack, the the WBBL Hurricanes are coming along really nicely. They've got Molly Strana, who's come across from the stars, who looks... Well, she's big a addition. And yeah, By big the addition, way, yes. she's still... She, I reckon she's just reaching her peak. She's only 28 years of age. You, you're throwing that with, with Kerry and, 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 I mean, Vakawira, I when they've got some pace up the top, uh, very exciting. Corinne Hall's gone. I mean, can, you can touch on that, Tim, a yeah. bit. She's been a... A great person with uh, with Tassie women's cricket the last seven years. Yeah, so she, she has.
0: She's been a real leader around the space. Territory Tasmania certainly in the in the female program. I'm I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but I know she's going to be sorely missed. But they have they've really started to build a strong team. They've got excellent support around them with. Um, with Sally Ann Beams, uh, obviously Dan Marsh is in the wings, and and he's always been a highly rated coach. And I know that the girls think absolutely the world of the work he's been doing. So they're starting to build a strong list. They've got some young girls coming through as well. They've added some experience from interstate, as you've touched on. And I think you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a really big year for the for the Hurricanes and for the the Tigers women's team. It's exciting for them.
1: And in the men's program, of course, no closer with with James Faulkner. I mean, we look forward to talking to him yep. in the next week or so. But that looks very shaky at best in terms of him um up for the hurricanes I, th- I find it quite disappointing but that's the way these lists go cert- i'm certainly not privy to the discussions would happen but that looks unlikely in what's a very big year for the the hurricanes and really going to stand you know stand back and watch what happens there over the next couple of weeks as the, the list is taking shape Tim, I mean, oh, what will you have to us about? It would have
0: to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not across the Hobart Hurricanes as, as much as you would probably think. But James Faulkner certainly, in my opinion, won't be playing for the Hurricanes, as you said. It's it's sad. We've tried hard, Jake, to get him on the show this week. He's uh, he's currently sailing around the Hamilton Islands. So he said he'd be to hey? come on, but private plane him here in two pain. Pain. Is
2: that correct? Private plane up to, to <laughs> Hamilton no, that Islands? fell through.
0: I think that fell through. He uh, he would have had to roughen in business, I reckon, the big Jim cock. But we look forward to getting him on, getting his side of the story. Always entertaining, uh, but yeah, a bit of a sad story there in, in, in Tasmanian cricket circles. I know as we touched on last week, some fans around Tassie will be unhappy, but it is the Big Bash and that's right. what Cricket Australia wanted to create. They wanted to see a bit more of player movement, a little bit more changing of, of teams and, uh, and we're starting to see it more and more. I think the first few years, the trading between teams, the movement between teams was a bit slow, but we're starting to see it pick up and um, like it or, or not, that was kind of the idea of the whole Big Bash at one point.
1: Now, Tim, we, we need to focus on our man over the river there And Jack's. I, I want to touch on your year briefly. I know I, I listened to you and Tim talking earlier about it. Um, let's circle back to the end of 2020. It was so many people. I mean, our flagship breakfast program in Melbourne, of course, with Gary and Tim, were they were two of your critics and perhaps told you, no, in certain terms, Jack, it might be time to wrap it up. And he was, they weren't alone. I want to talk seriously about this because I know you You're such a team person, you know, with success, et cetera, and it's been very, very tough. But this is your biggest haul since 2018. You kicked 70 in 2018. and I reckon that was your best year, for sure. I think you agree. We've had that discussion once before. But you must be pretty proud, mate, as you step out with the Tigers for the last weekend of this season of how things have gone on a personal level. By the way, before you answer that, 50 sounds a lot more than 48, and I do notice you (laughs) dropped 12 players this week. (laughs) You, you, you're aware of that too, clearly, aren't you?
2: Ah, uh, 50 does sound good. Um, well, I, I meant to actually ask Speedy Standard. and what, what sort of message did he give the boys to let him know? Because I'm, I'm only 11 away from the comb, and I'm thinking maybe feed me Speedy Standard style. But no, good. Good to have a good year, Flash. Personally, obviously disappointing not to be playing finals. But um, no, I think I've still got a few few more decent games left in the legs, and. Looking forward to regenerating over the next period of time. So, Flash, another big week from you, mate. We we appreciate it. We asked you to get some folklore stories on, and you were able to get Speedy Stand, and produced, you made it happen produced, for produced us. One. Did I you tell you, Tim
1: Payne was one of those critics that said you were washed up as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah we no, get that out? absolutely, so, no,
2: yeah. Doubt. absolutely okay. no doubt, absolutely okay. no doubt. He Darnley just hides said, behind. it do. I would never Darn. say that about well, I, I a, a
0: fellow Clarence senior player. We don't we we don't have those kinds of discussions. Great job, well, Fla- boys. Thanks, thanks to join for
2: joining us me. again, Flash. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, well, thanks, everyone. It's been another big week on the Jack and Paney show. Jack, always a pleasure. Look forward to next week, mate, and and good luck this week.
2: Yeah, thanks, Paney. And uh, if you've missed anything today or you want to hit catch back up on it, head to sen.com.au to catch up on the podcast and all the highlights. And Kane Corns is we'll up next him. for the captain's run, and he'll be we'll taking Kane, your calls. See you next week.